Wishing you had a green thumb or want to learn more about sustainable gardening outdoors and in? Expert green divas and dude gardeners share tips for everything from composting to growing herbs in your kitchen. Listen to the Green Divas Green Thumb for low-stress gardening tips. Well, yay, we're back again with Allie Hoffman, our Green Divas Green Thumb gardener. And um, she is going to tell us about what we need to do in the month of August. What do I need to do in the month of August for my garden, Allie? Well, Meg, um, I'm here to tell you that you already know (laughs) that you need to water, you need to weed, and you need to watch for bugs and diseases. So the things that you really want to do in August that are fun, beyond all of that, is number one, you want to plant a fall vegetable garden. Okay. Number number two, you want to plant some herbs to bring indoors in a pot. And number three, you want to refresh your containers. Okay. So you still have time to plant a fall vegetable garden. Because, well, at least we do here in Chicagoland and I'm sure many parts of the country, because there's still, we don't expect our first frost until October 15th. Right, right. So we still have, from August the 1st until then, we have over 70 days of a growing season. Oh. So even though it's sweltering hot outside in August, we still have time to plant beets and peas, and turnips, and lettuce, and carrots, and all kinds of other things that enjoy this, that enjoy this cooler weather. I have a question. I, I read recently that, that carrots can do well in, in containers. Is that true? I mean, obviously, it has yeah. to be big enough. Most, most uh, vegetables will do well in containers, and there's such a big push for that now that there are many varieties that are hybridized to be small and fit into containers. There are eggplants that only get to be two feet tall, and they have little egg-shaped eggplants. Oh, how cool. Which is also good if you're just one or two people and you don't want to have rows and rows of eggplants. Now, when so, you, and, and if you're talking about planting now, are you talking about planting seeds now? I'm talking about planting seeds. You can wow. plant broccoli and cauliflower uh, and cabbages from seedlings if you can find them at your garden center or the farmer's market. But if you can still plant from seed because, for example, carrots, which are good when they're babies, if you are going to have an early frost, carrots take somewhere between 65 and 80 days to mature. But I like mine little anyway. Yeah. So I can plant carrots on the first day of August and then plant them again a week later because it takes two plantings for me to get a full crop. They're very hard to get started. But once I do, then I'll have carrots that I can even leave in the ground after it freezes a little. They get even more tasty. So I'm, you know, usually I sow seeds inside in the, you know, February or March. But so I'm not used to sowing them outside. But I guess uh, if you water them properly and give them lots of love and attention, <laughs> yeah, that's right. So wow. get out there and plant yourself some uh, Swiss chard and some spinach and arugula. 
Yeah, and I want yeah. I, I definitely want to do more lettuce anyway. The other thing you can do is get a pot or two and start some herbs that are annuals that you want to bring in the house. So basil doesn't have to end for you at the first frost. You can plant basil from seeds very easily and parsley too and bring it in the house when it starts to get too cold. Put it in a sunny window and you'll have a head start and you want it to pay $5 for a packet of fresh herbs. Oh, I love that. And what about cilantro? Will that do well in that under those circumstances? Yes, cilantro will do really well. You'll be hacking it back. Now, probably by January, it's all going to be very tired. Yeah. But yeah. it is, it, that depends on the aspect of the window. But then we could start from seeds almost in February to go outside anyway, right? Yeah, and things want to grow when those days start getting longer again. So, so that's a good, another good thing to do in August. And then that way the plants will be nice and strong by the time they do come in. And then the other thing to do, and these are things you really have to do in August. You're not going to have enough time to do them if you wait till September for most of the country. The other thing to do is refresh your containers. Yeah. Even though those annuals look lush and, and wonderful, chop them back halfway, and they will come back with a whole new flush of growth and be really gorgeous for the fall. Wow. You know, I have a sweet potato vine that is actually taking over my entire deck like a sea serpent right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. Should I hack that back? Well, you can if you want to. It'll probably, you know, you want to have your proportions. It's kind of fun, nice. though. I'm having fun with it. Well, and eventually maybe your chipmunk friend will help you. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's a question for you. I have never seen this. We always have grown tomatoes on the deck, and I. I think I got some different seeds this year. Oh, no, I bought plants. I bought these um, organic plants. That's right. I didn't do seeds this year. And they're sort of plum-shaped tomatoes, this one plant, and all of the bottoms are cut off and, like, rotting from the bottom up. I've never seen anything like it. Uh, you probably, hard to tell without seeing it, but it sounds like you might have blossom end rot. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Which is... Um, often called, caused by a calcium deficiency. What a bummer. I don't know what kind of soil you planted in. Well, organic the, soil. I even, I even um, fortified it with some, you know, organic, and it, I think it was specific for tomatoes. The other tomatoes well, are happy. You, I've heard you can, yeah, those plum tomatoes are difficult, too. Um, They're going to be catch, harder to grow. I, I find them harder to get started and harder to grow than well, taste tomatoes. There's stumps that are still okay. The, the green ones are still intact. Can I grind up, like, uh, eggshell and fine? You, you know? can. You can. And I've, if it's a disease, I've heard you can spray milk on them. Uh-huh. And that might help if it's if it's some kind of a fungal disease. Oh, no, no fungal among them. <laughs> no fungus <laughs> among them. you get rid of the ones with the black ends, they're no good, and they just attract. Whenever a plant is injured or has a disease or insect damage, it sends out a signal that it's right. injured. So it spends so more energy. Wanna, yeah. yeah, you want to remove those so they don't attract 
Well, I will send you a picture and maybe you can advise me offline. I'd be delighted. Well, it sounds like it's kind of an active and fun month. I add, this, I think I've never done a second harvest. I'm always kind of burned out by now, but this year I'm going to do it and I'm going to. Well, re- good. I look back. forward to seeing those pictures too. Aww. Thanks so much, Allie. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Meg. Inspired to grow more organic stuff? We are. To learn more about this Green Diva's Green Thumb episode and all kinds of other great green information, visit thegreendivas.com. That's T-H-E, greendivas.com. Greendivas.com.